Welcome to the JCM Newsletter. Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of the JCM Newsletter. Of course, we're turning our newsletter into a video program. And with me, I have Mr. Mikhail Tejel, right, Mr. Singer-Songwriter Extraordinaire. You sure? I am sure who has one of the hottest tracks right now. We'll tease you with this in a little while. <laughs> Mikhail, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for being here. It's a pleasure just to come off my house and do something productive. Nice. Nice. Now, I mean, you have you were in the business for a long time, but uh -huh. I think people started to know you more from It's Your Beauty. Yeah. So tell us some of the projects yeah. you've worked on before 2022. Um, you know, it would be stuff like Cats and I Love Blackmon's workout, um, you know, polar songs from, you know, One Life to Live to Midnight Cruise, um, Bodyline. Um, Destra, of course, actually came into the business um, writing for Destra at like age 14, 15, around there. Um, that's what I could think of at the top of my head. Yeah. There's definitely more with that. Of I course. So you started with songwriting first and then uh -huh. you jumped across the uh, singing. Well, actually, no. I actually started with songwriting and then from songwriting I went into producing and then being able to summarize and produce is like, okay, well. The next produce. step is. Yeah, yeah, yeah evolution. Yeah. You know, okay, so. What was your first song when you officially became a singer? Um, like, first song you release or first song you release? That's a. Feel like, alright, yeah. I want to. First one where you was like, yeah, this is possible, and then uh -huh. first one that you release. Um, so the first song I ever released is a song called Outer Control. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna find out that you get up. Delete. Um, the first song when I really felt like, yeah, this could be something, um, is a song called With You. Okay. So yeah, that was the first song I really felt like, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll have a little something here. Maybe I could do it. Right. And this was 2015 or? Um, it could be 2014, 15, right. around there. Right. Yeah. Okay, good. And you've been writing for a while, you've been singing for mm -hmm. a while. Um, of course, before we jump into the new tracks, the pandemic hit. Uh -huh. And I know it kind of slowed down a lot of artists in the industry. How yeah. did you deal with that? Um, slow down nothing. Like, for me, that was the perfect time to really um, work on your skill set. So if, if I'm a, it's like telling an insurance agent, you know, it's a pandemic, you know, going to sell insurance. No, you still going to sell insurance. Like, yes, it's a pandemic, but whatever your profession is, like, you have to find a way around where people are working from home. Artists, we've always been working from home. It's just we don't have these shows, but um, performance is one aspect of being an artist. You know, you have working on music and creating music, and there's other avenues as well. So, for me, I've never really been the artist to be, you know, constantly getting bookings or whatever is the case. But I've always been that artist who would be working in the studio and writing on music. So, for me, this pandemic was just, okay, level playing field. Nobody can go there and perform, but we could come in soon and we could work on music. So it's all about who working. And that's what the pandemic did for me. It really allowed me to just hone in on my skill set and, you know, go into that a little bit more. Now branching out a little bit, you do farming stuff with a relative of yours. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, so basically what we do is nothing like huge, you know, it's just we had like backyard space and we just like, you know, boy, we plant a little side, a little shadow bunny, little seasoning, little fruits. And also we were actually making wine. So um, our grandmother is like a real planter. She's good with the yellow book, you know, the little almond book that tells you when you move. Went up and yeah, she's serious with it. So we've always grown up with a lot of like fruit trees and plants and stuff in the backyard. So um, you know.
know, but she lives in the States now and she always calls us every now and again and asks us, like, you know, how this tree going, how that tree, or they're doing this, or doing that. So we kind of took also the pandemic as a time to really just kind of go back into that zone of planting up more on the land and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. So fast forward to 2022, uh-huh. right? Um, you have one of the biggest songs on the airways right now that you wrote for Patrice Roberts. Everybody want to drink once and find the business. <laughs> Tell us how that collaboration came about. Um, well, I've been writing for, again, Pat Patrice is also one of the people that I've been writing for as well, too. Um, and they reached out. They were like, hey, we have this rhythm here, we'd love to get something. And so my approach, especially to music now, there isn't party, there isn't any jump and wave. You know, we don't have that. So, you know, if we're doing music, especially for this time, like, how do we connect with people outside of our party? And, you know, there's so much things that are wrong. Like, look, right now, like, I'm sure you've seen water right there, like, it's in front of face. And, you know, there, there was also the jerseys that was going around called Drink Water and Mind Business. And, you know, it's just saying, people would always say, it's just like when I wrote things on We Outside. It's like, there are things that people say all the time, like, yeah, no, later, we outside. We outside tomorrow, you know, like, there's things that in the atmosphere that we could just use and, really help to connect to people and that's just basically what I did. I just everybody always talk about drink water and mind your business and right there like you can do it, you know. So and so when you wrote this song, is it that you wrote it specifically for Patrice, you wrote it for Paul to say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because they reached out to me for to get a song on um well rhythm wasn't the rhythm is happy papi, happy papi rhythm. So they reached out and I was like, alright cool, this is what I have man Let's see if it works, and they were like, "Yeah, we like it." And the rest is history. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, what do you think about the feedback so far? Did you expect it to go viral in terms of international stars using it on TikTok and that kind of thing? Um. So with my creative process, I don't ever like focus on the reception. I don't ever be like, "Oh, this is going to be the biggest." I just care about putting out the best product possible. Um. It doing what it's doing. And it will in the future it will do what it did. And I I do ever I don't focus on that at all. Because if I focus on it then it will affect the future um, you know, songs that I will work on. And I just care about putting out the best product in my opinion. And that's it. Now the best product in your opinion is this big viral thing. I mean, mm-hmm. how does it feel? Um it's a I'm not gonna a good feeling, but I always have to like constantly tell myself like you know, this too will pass and don't like live in that shadow of mind or business and <laughs> is he thinking something right yes, now? Yes, no, yes. like right now my headspace is what's next, yes. not on what is. Because like you all don't drink water and mind my business now, but I was on that like six months ago. <laughs> so it's like, all right, how do we evolve for the next without getting too caught up on the that's the biggest song and that's it, you know? Yes. So it's just a matter of understanding what's next and not fixated on what is. That's just me. No, 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 of course. And I mean, well, as we're on the topic, what's next? I mean, do you have any releases for 2022? And I mean, what about even Carnival next year for 2022? Um, so there's one more release. Um, it's not my release, however, but it's a song with Viking Ding Nora Marshall and Tano. It's mm-hmm. called Bad Chargy. Um, Did you write it? You wrote for? Wrote and produce. Nice. Wrote and produce. Um, throughout the year, we have some projects coming as well. Um, of course, it's not jump away behind the air, 
but it's music that is so covered. It's really just topics that we could touch on year round. Um, and also, we actually working with some, um, some outside influences as well. Um, because this year as well, too, no, last year, sorry, actually um, did some work with Jelena from Major Lisa and um, Orian from France. And you know, that kind of get a foot a little wet in the international market. So just trying to also branch out as well. Oh, I realize you didn't talk about your collaboration with Nyla. Um, right. Yes. Yes. Also about that. Who's forgetting that? <laughs> but yeah, um, Dingle, Dingle, Dingle was, is a very, very magical song for me. Um, again, it's about putting out the best product possible. And we actually did this song a year ago. Um, this song was actually written at the same time with Flavor. It was the same night. But we just kind of rested on like this and this could be something. But we just focus on this. And after Flavor was out, I then like took time now to like go back into the and like, right, how could I get this? And something, boy, I just hit up my alarm and I said, Yo, listen to this and tell me what you think. I didn't ask for collab or anything. Right. I said, What do you think? Right. She's like, Yo, this real final. Like, collab? Yeah. Question mark. She's like, Yeah, for sure. And the rest was history. She came to you the next week. Wow, just so quick. Quick. Because she also believes in the song, and I love when it's not forced. Because I've, I've been working with Ella for a very long time, and I've never approached her on a collab. Right. Ever. Right. Never approached her on anything. It's just like she wants help on a song. I'm like, alright, no scene, no scene. But this one, I was like, this is something about this song feels magical. Mm-hmm. And she just loved it as much as I did, and it just worked. And we shot the video and did everything, and we just rested down for like a year. Because it was actually supposed to drop last year, but I was like, nah, guys, let me hold this one back. Let me make sure they mix on master properly, let me make sure the video edited properly, properly. And yeah, it did what I wanted it to do. Right, right, right. So um, apart from the international stuff, nothing more from you for 2022 as of this point. Any more soca tracks you can expect? I I think um, I've done a lot, especially for the season, like um, the boat cruise with them, with Patsy, Destra, um, Lexi, and myself. Um, Saki Lose Weight as well, who cool, writes and produce that one that's doing well as well. Um, you know, they go there with me. Um, the Patrice, like I've, yeah, I've done a good bit, so I'm just trying to not burn out. You know, just being inconsistent, but not trying to overwork myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the big charge, you know, so we can put that on airwaves and when it's going to be released on socials. Can or... um, I say that? Uh, but well, it don't matter. February 11th. Nice. But I think it should be out on. Radio and stuff playing by like the 4th of February. Okay. So a nice Valentine's gift. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a, that's a very strange Valentine's gift. Really? Yeah. Okay, see how it goes. Alright, again, Mikhail, thanks so much for joining us. Anything else you want to touch on before we end? Um, I just really hope that we could have some real essence of carnival. Like, I, don't, I feel like the atmosphere isn't feeling carnivalish. Even though last year was the same thing, we couldn't go on the road, but I really hope that we could bring back that essence of carnival and get that carnival spirit. I'm hoping that the week of when it's supposed to be carnival, like people start to really feel. Oh, you mean now? You mean yeah. the last remaining month? Yeah, You're the last remaining month. that a little energy. Because technically we're in February. Right, yeah. Agree, we're in February. Yes. And usually in February, around that time, it's like you feel tongues start to like. Shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a feeling, and I really hope that we don't lose that feeling due to the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, 
because last year was really good. Last year, people actually was like, nah, maybe this is the start of carnival. We need to, you know? Yeah. Now it feels a little bit like, you know, we So do you think when it tastes that the government wants to give us, do you think it's going to bring it back by carnival week? Um, I don't think that's a taste. I think they, they honestly don't know what they're doing. And I say that with, with much respect. Um, it, I don't feel like they know what they're doing. But I think the onus is on the people of Toronto to be able to really um like carnival isn't isn't uh you know something that you put on display carnivalism but it's a spirit now. I feel like it's the people of Toronto we should really embody that spirit and, and bring it out. So you don't need our government to tell you carnival here or carnival not here. Carnival is with a new. So that's what I hope. I hope that people really embody that spirit. Your source for news and exclusive content related to our signed talents and various industry-related events. I am your host, Kimberly D'Souza, and I'll be discussing everything entertainment with our local and regional celebrities. To keep up to date with all that's happening, subscribe to the JCM Newsletter Podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes on the JCM Newsletter.